So as we transformed, doing that exercise, we could look at ourselves and see well, how are we performing. And what we noticed on the environment side, we were underperforming on our flaring. And so we took steps to address that. And we introduced a flaring philosophy, flaring um, procedures, and we eliminated a lot of flaring from our activities. And it was purely by recognizing that there was a problem, um, engaging with our, our engineers and our control room operators and our offshore staff and coming up, agreeing uh, a set of guidelines on how we would operate, focusing on daily flare and flaring when you have a shutdown. And then we, we reduced it by 65% in a year. And it, it's just by looking at yourself and seeing what, what can we do to achieve it. I think where Serica sits in the world, so we're a mid-tier oil and gas company, but we're fully focused on the UK North Sea. So we have the Bruce, Keith and Mum assets, which we operate and we want to extend the life of them so that, you know, their life is in the next decade. You know, it's a mature asset, but, you know, we could unlock it. There's third party tiebacks that could extend it beyond 2030. And so we need to be thinking about, right, how do we, how do we exist post 2030? How do we make this asset a part of the energy transition? What can we do? You know, what does it look like in 2030? Um, we also have a development, the Columbus development, which is a sort of low impact subsea tieback. And we're looking at exploration, which is North Egg, which could be a tieback to Bruce. And so how do we make that net zero? How do we make that relevant post 2030? But our big ambitions to, to grow um, more dramatically, less organically, is through acquisitions. So one thing I would say to people, because I know a lot of people are looking to make the change, and you know a lot of people are saying, oh, should I, should I quit and do a course? I think um, stay in your current organization, show that you're interested, find out what your organization is doing, volunteer, start getting involved and then I think you'll naturally move into this and I think that is the best way to to make the change because if you quit start reinventing yourself do a course and then apply if you haven't got that experience it's much harder to get in so I, I think getting involved joining um, you know if you're a G&G &G professional join the SBE the PESGB the Geological Society get involved in their special interest groups, their webinars, and start learning and becoming a voice for it. And then, then you'll be recognized and you're much more likely to get a role in ESG than sort of purely doing a, an academic qualification or, or just applying for jobs if you haven't got that experience. It is now in our, some of the things we have got that are concrete that were important, is our key performance indicators. So every, every person's remuneration, um, so it's their bonus, relies on emissions performance. So you know, that is embedded now. And it's not that, I don't think people think about that every day and that's the only reason they think about it, but it is to sort of prove that it's important to us and if we perform well, we will pay you more. <laughs> Simple as that.